The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Herd, what's going on? Kevin Goatee here, gutting the Sacred Cow podcast, the best movie review and movie debate podcast there is. Jeremy Kaplowitz joins me this week to explain why he hates a movie that made over a billion dollars last year, Spider-Man No Way Home. Joining me is guest co-host Rob Patrick from the STSD podcast. Wow, Jeremy attacking Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, and all three Spider-Men in one film? That's bonkers. Gutting the sacred cow at gmail.com if you want to say hi or advertise with us. But listen, let's get right to it to see if Jeremy Kaplowitz can attack and de-web Spider-Man No Way Home. Gather round, here's what I know. Why in front of the kid? What with the fucking? All I gotta say is earmuffs. Just earmuffs. Then they could say fuck, shit, bitch, whatever you want. Rob Patrick, name that film. Uh, you got me on that one. I'm, I'm gonna guess it's some sort of uh, National Lampoon vacation movie, no? It is not. Jeremy no. Kaplowitz is our guest tonight. Jeremy, what film is that from? Uh, I think it's a Sandler movie or something like that, right? Um... I don't know. I'm going to guess um, uh, Billy Madison. It is not. It is old school. Ah. Uh, with Vince Vaughn. He goes, earmuffs. Earmuffs. You can say fix. Whatever. Yeah, I, I right, just said the quote. Right, 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 right. Kevin Goatee, guest tonight, Rob Patrick from the Something Something Podcast. Rob is the fellow that does a masterful job with our logos because my Photoshop skills are nil. <laughs> so Rob was kind enough and still is to do that for us. So Rob's going to sit in tonight. He, he uh, was on a, f- a couple episodes, a Braveheart episode. Him and his partner decided to take that, try to take down as well as Point Break. But tonight... Jeremy Kapowitz is our guest. Jeremy's got some balls on him, I got to say. When he came at me with this film, I said, oh, man, this is going to anger a lot of people. And that's what I like to hear for this show. And that film, of course, being Spider-Man No Way Home. Wowzers. That is uh, a major ballsy call. And I'm going to tell you right now here, folks, what the numbers are on Spider-Man No Way Home. It made a lot of money. Let's just put it like that. The budget for Spider-Man No Way Home 
is $200 million with a box office gross of $1.916 billion with the B. I believe this is the fourth or fifth highest film of all time. Damn. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> I, I contributed to it, so I'm part of my own problem. I contributed twice, once for my next <laughs> opening day and once to take my daughter. Nice. IMDB, thank you. I'm a decent father. <laughs> IMDB, as we know, is a scale one through 10 with decimal points. We're going to go to Jeremy first. Jeremy, what do you think Spider-Man No Way Home got on the old IMDB? Uh, I'm going to guess 8.7. Rob Patrick? I'm going to say 9.1. 8.3. Jeremy uh, is closest. Okay. Not bad. Rotten Tomatoes, 1 through 100. Rob, critic score. What did the critics give Spider-Man No Way Home? I think they like this a lot. I'm going to say 91. 91. Jeremy, what do you think? Yeah, I'm going to say 95. 93. The two you right in the middle. dab in the middle. <laughs> I love this. Jeremy, to you, what do you think the audience gave this film? Oh, um... I'm going to say 90%. 90. Rob, what do you think they did? No, I think it was 96. 98 is the number. Ooh, beloved. You boys are hovering around this on every <laughs> single time. Well done. You guys are obviously fans of the IMDb Rotten Tomatoes game. Quotes, go Scooby-Doo that shit. Mm -hmm. yep. and, I, and I thought this one was under the radar, but I dug it. Gods don't have to choose. We take. Hmm. Pretty regal, pretty commanding. Uh, how about you, Jeremy? Any quotes jump out at you? Um, I'm trying to remember like a good quote from this movie. Uh, well, they do do the big um, uh, with great power comes great responsibility quote in this. As they do in every single Spider-Man Yeah, film. they brought it back. Rob, anything jump out at you quote-wise? Uh, I, I did enjoy the interaction with uh, when Peter first shows up. Uh, and he calls him sir, and he says, we've, we've saved half the universe, we're beyond you calling me sir. And he goes, okay, Steven. Yeah. That feels weird, but I'll allow it. Yeah, good one, too. I like that. Five fun facts. Initially, it was not going to be a story that brought the villains back from Spider-Man's past across the franchises. Instead, screenwriters Chris McKenna and Eric Summers thought Craven the Hunter would be the main villain. Ew, boring. <laughs> we have a lion tamer. Great. He's a bad guy. I don't know. I don't read Spider-Man comics. I don't read any comics, but I just know from what the little bit I do know, I, I don't think an animal guy who can speak to them is all that exciting. In the end, he was obviously not in the movie at all. Number two, after Tom Holland wrapped Spider-Man No Way Home, he went snowboarding because his contract was up and he could do anything he wanted. He immediately got hurt and FaceTimed Zendaya with blood running down his face. <laughs> it's cute that they date in real life. Isn't it? It, it keeps that whole, like it. yeah, that whole on-screen uh, romance. Still I don't know if it's up. in their contract or what, but <laughs> it's nice that they do it. It'd be good if he appeared in that, uh, what's that HBO show she does? I forgot. Oh, sure. It. Euphoria. Yeah, Euphoria, yeah. 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 yeah, as a horny teen. I don't see her as, I never watch it. Is it any good? I honestly know nothing about it. I okay. only know, everything I know about it is from people tweeting about it. Yeah. Number three, according to Sony producer Amy Pascal, when attempting to lure Jimmy Fox into the MCU, she had promised him that Electro would not be blue in this version. <laughs> yeah, sure. 
<laughs> I, I, I guess he was upset that he looked like you know Doctor Manhattan from uh, what's it? What's the, the the Watchmen? Watchmen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Number four, according to Marissa Tomei, the the stress of keeping No Way Home's the secrets. The secrets to keeping those secrets to herself became a little too much. She found an ingenious plot hole. Pothole, excuse me. Pothole. <laughs> I copy and paste. I don't. I don't type this out. As ther <laughs> as therapists are bound by doctor-patient confidentiality, she told her therapist the spoilers of this film, <laughs> and no one heard about them before the movie came out. Right, not one person heard those spoilers <laughs> number five jk simmons fought to keep his character signature mustache from the raimi trilogy and comics in this film wow I don't, was someone trying to fight to get rid of the J. J. jonah jameson mustache i was mean somebody that, trying to remove it <laughs> that did a bad a bad lay down if you like yeah i'll shave it in the flat top too <laughs> That's uh, yeah. that would have been silly, and those are the five fun facts. I didn't think they were that fun either, guys. I'll be honest. I, <laughs> I didn't see much emotion radiating from you fellas, but you know that's that's what the internet. I can only dig up on, and I can't make them up myself. So on to our let's segue to our next section. You know it, folks. You love it. You know it. Heard we call it ask a gutter. At Nemirovsky wants to know for uh, who was butchered worse by the writers, Aunt May when they dropped the building on her. Or Doctor Strange when they made him retarded. Oh, jeez. Um, I think that was an interesting decision by the movie to decide that Doctor Strange is retarded. Yes. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, I do really hate that line about the Scooby Doo. Like, I, I my big complaint about this movie is that everything is a reference to something else, and it, it is annoying that even in the trailers they're like he's referencing Scooby Doo as like his big joke. So I'll, I'll say Doctor Strange. I guess he's trying to hook us Gen Xers in there like, all right, yeah. guys, just to make sure you're going to come see it, too. <laughs> Remember Scooby-Doo when no one thought she was a lesbian? Wink, wink. But now guess what? Now we're going to say she is a lesbian like we didn't know that then. <laughs> At Taco Shirt Krillin, first, first off, No Way Home is amazing and you will fail, Jeremy. Second, right. <laughs> second, no if were, second, if you were to direct a Spider-Man movie, who would be your main villain or villains? Um. Oh, that's a good question. Can I look up real quick some Spider-Man villains? They've done so many now. They've done like 10 villains. They've done a lot of them. But yeah, go ahead. I know Scorpion they did not bring back for this one. He had a hot yeah. second cameo. Rhino they had in one of the... the yeah. The, that's another one. And... Uh, um, they've never done like Hobgoblin. You know, I think right. I would do... Um, I, would, I would do the video. I would adapt the video game and I'd bring in Mr. Negative. That guy seems cool. He seems like very visual. <laughs> Mr. Negative. That's He's a, like a black and white kind of thing. He's cool. I'm trying to remember who else that they did not have in there. I know. They've uh, done so many. They could do like two Sinister Sixes already. They talked about that with the Sinister Six. So I'll get to that later. Uh, next one. At Newark Night. Do you think the way the other Spider-Men were brought in this MCU was good or sloppy? Um, I think it was sloppy, personally. As the person criticizing the movie, I think that it was the the crux of the movie was sloppy. Uh, I remember like like watching it again, not in a movie theater. Like you can really feel the pauses when they show up when they want everyone to cheer because now that's like baked into movies right. that like people have to clap for it, and I think it's a little annoying. And is Zendaya a good MJ, or is there a way she could have been better? 
Uh, I like Zendaya. I think that actually she's like really fun in these movies. And like I said, I, I like that they're dating in real life. They seem like they actually like each other. You seem like you you watch a lot of uh, Access Hollywood by the way you're. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have the inside scoop on the lives <laughs> of all these actors. Extra. <laughs> At Lord Snurts, how would you spend a day with your variants from other dimensions? Disneyland, Vegas trip, orgy? What's your choice? Um, I think I would. Um, I think I would. I think the orgy is a good idea. You know what? Let's let's test each other's limits. <laughs> and what's the safe word, might I ask? Is it a uh, webhead? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had to think of something that none of us would say. Chattanooga is mine. Oh, that's a good one. Thank you. Next, uh, at the big J, the big Nick J, excuse me. Ask, ask, uh, ask Ethan. Ask Ethan. That's not you, but he got the people mixed up. Which Spider-Man would win in a fight against the other Spider-Men? Um, I think that Tobey Maguire Spider-Man would win in a fight. And this is some more access on Hollywood. It's because Tobey Maguire is like famously a huge dick. And I, yes. I think that he would just beat them up in real life out of character. I guess someone saw Molly's game and said, yeah, oh, yeah. what an asshole. <laughs> Uh, I believe that is going to wrap it up for Ask a Gutter. Yes, yes, yes. That's my Jeff Goldblum impression. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. That's going to do it for Ask a Gutter. Okay, fantastic. So we like to do plugs now in the beginning part because no one sticks around at the end when people want to promote Smart. themselves. Jeremy, what are you up to? Where can we find you? Sure. Um, you know what? Since this is a podcast, I'll say that I just started a new podcast with my friend Alex Patak, and it's called Quarators. Q-U-O-R-A-T-O-R-S. And we are finding Quora's. You know the website Quora? Like the, yes. It's kind of like Reddit. We're just reading yep. dumb Quora's and trying to figure out how the website works. So go check that out. Is that even still a thing or did Medium just, you know, supersede It that? is. It's kind of like Facebook, but for more annoying people. So it's not quite a thing, but it has a thriving, annoying society and we, uh, or community rather. And we're, we're digging into it. I read it like two or three times ago, who cares? And then stop. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And we're we're gonna find out who cares. <laughs> Rob Patrick, what about you, sir? I know the STST podcast is alive and well. Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, we did just relaunch our Patreon a couple of weeks ago so people can get early access to our episodes that are uncut and unedited. Uh, and aside from that, I've just recently started getting into some voice acting work. So Congrats got on you, sir. Out, got something on. Got something already came out. Uh, Legacy, which was a Star Wars uh, fan story from uh, novelist Crystal Storm. But uh, oh yeah, yeah she, did, she, did, she did the Batman on our show. Yeah, yeah. She's cool. I like her. Congrats on yeah, that. Very good people. Appreciate yeah. that. Yeah, of course. And of course, the unedited versions. We were going to hear you use the N word repeatedly in the STSC podcast. Is that why it's unedited? <laughs> Not quite that far. Oh, okay. That's that's reassuring to hear. I don't want to get you canceled. You're a, you're a good people as well. Uh, you can <laughs> you can of course check out guttingthesacredcow.com. More importantly, if you want to advertise with us, go to guttingthesacredcow at gmail.com. Again, if you want to advertise with us or just to say, hey, how are you? That's pretty cool too. And for all of our new listeners, please leave us that five star rating, two or three sentence review. That really helps with the algorithm. And do us a small, small, small favor. Just go on YouTube, like our videos. It helps the algorithm, whatever. That's cool, too. All right, Rob, I think you know what time it is. It's time to let Jeremy come on here and give him the chance that he wants to do. And 
almost kind of climb Mount Everest wearing nothing but a Speedo. So let's <laughs> let Jeremy come on and gut the, the sacred, sacred cow. cow. We were kind of in time for that. <laughs> Zoom does not allow for perfect time. Jeremy, the floor is yours. Okay. Um, I want to say that I, I wanted to like this movie a lot. I don't love being a contrarian, and it sucks whenever I, people are like, I love that movie, and I have to be like, I I didn't really like it. So so this is my um, argument against this movie, and, and I've broken it down to four main points. And uh, I should also say I currently have COVID, and I watched this movie in like a COVID fever, and it only made me more tired and exhausted. Um, okay, so number one, uh, I think this movie is really ugly. Uh, Toby Maguire, I think, looks straight up like deep faked into this movie. I don't think he looks like he's having fun at all. Like he looks completely like digitally altered into it, like fucking uh, Han Solo in the new Star Wars movies, where he's <laughs> just like, I don't know, man, just give me a fucking green screen and I'll do it. Um, the the Statue of uh, Liberty scene at the end, like the CGI is all just like so bad, and it all feels like a video game to me, like when you play those video games and you keep messing something up and you keep starting over at the same time you hear in the background and it's like, all right, you pass me the thing and then I'll do the whatever. Like that's like the vibe of this movie is like, I feel like I'm watching Kevin Feige play a video game. Uh, <laughs> By the way, fantastic New York accent. You should be, <laughs> you should be doing voice work like Rob and I do. Oh yeah. Big time. <laughs> um, Number two, I everything in this movie is a reference to a different thing, and it drives me crazy. Uh, I feel like every everything that people are excited about in this movie is just like the movie saying, just showing you a thing that you know about. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen the movie RRR that came out this year, but no. it's my favorite movie of the year. It's this Indian movie, huge action movie with like crazy stunts and animals and jumping through fire and stuff like that. And I read this review of it that really stuck with me uh, by Esther Rosenfield, who said, like, you know, RRR, like the spectacle in, in Indian movies is like the craziest action scene you've ever seen. And then our uh, spectacle in American movies like Spider-Man, uh, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, uh, is like, you know, just seeing two characters that, you know. And it's like, that's what we're expected to be like super pumped about uh, in this movie. All of the jokes are, are references to memes like they do the like. Um, you know, I'm something of a scientist myself. And it's not like they're like, they're not making a joke about it. They're not like twisting at all. It's just like, you but know that, what that is. Yeah. It's from the first Spider-Man film, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, Willem Dafoe. But he's not like, he's not like, you know, referencing the meme or anything. It's just like, he just does the meme. Or they do the thing where um, the three Spider-Men are pointing at each other. And um, that's not even the first Spider-Man movie to reference that meme. Like they also do it in Spider-Verse. So this thing is like, there's no, sorry, <coughs> I, I'm dying of COVID. Um, that my, co I got. My, my COVID Zoom filter is on, so we're cool, bro. <laughs> good, very good. I don't want to infect you guys. Oh, my God. Um, these movies are just like, they're devoid of originality. Uh, all the characters are like from other movies. Like they have like Daredevil show up, not to like be Daredevil, just to be like, there's Daredevil. We all know who Daredevil is. Right. And everyone's like cheering. Uh, and the plot, even the plots of this movie, like people are like, oh, it's so cool that they like resolved the plot from a different franchise with, um, you know, uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2. It's just like, why do I have to like do math homework to keep up with Marvel movies now? Like, it's not just like, oh, I have to watch the 20 movies. I have to know like 
the older franchise. You have to know like the behind the scenes with Sony. And it's just like, it's so, I just wish that they would exist and work on their own level. Uh, Number three, I think that this personally for me, I don't love this kind of Spider-Man story. Um, It sounds like I'm crying. I'm literally trying not to cough. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I personally like the Spider-Man movies where he's just like, He's he's fighting a guy who's dressed like a rhino and he has a lot of homework and his girlfriend's mad at him and it's in New York City. And I feel like personally, I don't think that Spider-Man as a character, his skill set matches up with these like cosmic battles with gods and space and all this stuff. And I I, I wish they would go back to doing a sort of um, more grounded Spider-Man movie like the Homecoming or the Sam Raimi ones. Like, I don't know. I just don't think it quite works. And then my fourth big reason for what I don't like about this movie, and I have a lot of other nitpicks and complaints throughout that I'm sure we'll talk about. Sure. My, my big issue is why are all the Spider-Men in this movie crying so much? Like, <laughs> weeping through this movie. Like, you're a Spider-Man. You're going to be fine. It's very weird and sad. And I think that they should calm down and be Spider-Man. I, I guess when they went through the uh, the multiverse, they suddenly got their periods. You know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They're very upset about being Spider-Man. Um, but it's not that big a deal. Yeah, there is a lot of boo-hooing, like, oh, that's right. You know, uh, Uncle Ben died. Uh, and then uh, Mary Jane died in my universe. Uncle Ben died <laughs> in my universe. And oh, yeah, yeah what's uh, Aunt May died in my universe. Like, <laughs> one big support group, like, oh, are we going to go fight crime and kick ass? Or are we going to... Yeah. I mean, look, it's cool that they have yeah. each other, but you know what? <laughs> Cut it from the movie. I want to see them fight the bad yeah. guys. Pathos is cool, but in, in that, that's a little bit heavy for that long of a time, I thought, too. <laughs> yeah. So those are my big points okay. about why Spider-Man is bad. Wow. That's a pretty drive-through version. All right. Cool in the gang. Give me a number one to ten of your thoughts on this film. Um, I would, I would say it's like a three or a four out of 10. Wow. That is mind blowingly bad. <laughs> Someone hated that. That's amazing. He hates it that much. Okay, cool. Rob Patrick, you're up, pal. What do you think? So I will, I will concede that there are points where a lot of the stuff that happened in this movie were references to other things, but mm. Unless this is your first MCU movie, you know that that comes with the territory. Everything the MCU does references either something that came before it or sets up something that comes after it. They've been doing that since the first Iron Man movie. They're going to keep doing it because that's their formula to get people comfortable with the new stuff that they're going to bring in. Um, Was there a lot of weepy and crying? Yes. And I will say that when getting everybody into this universe did feel very weak and shoehorned because clearly the other Spider-Men have no idea about what a multiverse is, but it was just, oh, there's a portal that looks someplace kind of like where I live, but not really like where I live. I'll go check it out. It it seemed very ham-fisted and forced to get the group together. Uh, but that said, this was a super fun movie. Like, I'm not going to lie. I didn't like the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. I love the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies. Uh, this one just kind of brought it all together. And it was it was an actual Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movie that I didn't mind seeing him in, where I just found him kind of patently annoying in his own movies. So right. I didn't really have a problem with it. 
Another drive-through wrap-up. Give me a number one to ten, then, if you're if you're finished, or if you're not, go ahead. Uh, I mean, I'll give it a I'll give it a seven and a half. Okay. Wow, seven and a half. We are in varying contrasting opinions here, which is totally cool. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get sixteen ounce packs of flavorful Angus ninety percent lean ground sirloin for four ninety nine each with a digital coupon. Then buy two get two free on twelve packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or Seven Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. These notes, of course, brought to you by Gutting the Sacred Cow. You can get a sweet-ass shirt like the one I'm wearing right here. Look at that. Pow! GuttingTheSacredCow.com has that, has hats, has bags, has cell phone holders, whatever you want. We're there. Drop by and say hello, as I said before, and thanks for following us on all the socials. Notes. This is absolutely perfect casting having J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson. I could not have been happier when they brought it brought him back, excuse me, at the end of the second film and had him in this one. He was fantastic comic relief in the McGuire trilogy. Hot damn, we need more Daredevil in this film. What a cock tease that was. Oh, there he is sitting at the table and he catches a brick. Yippee <laughs> skippy. Don't just have him in there for the quick. That's like in Thor 4. Let's bring the Guardians of the Galaxy in. Whoops, one scene. Fuck off then, everybody else. That was a waste. Don't have him in there for just the one scene. Have him in for three, maybe four. Or at least, at the worst case scenario, have him come back in the very end. I, I thought that was a complete tease and waste. I don't understand how everyone thinks Zendaya is so hot. She is the plainest of Janes to me. Not, I just you could walk by her in the street and I would never take notice of her. I just don't get people's infatuation with her. Ned looks like a platypus, plain and simple. <laughs> That's it. That's the point. Yeah, good note. <laughs> if J. Jonah Jameson was amazing casting, the kid who plays Flash Thompson is terrible casting. Flash was a football player. He's a jack dude in the comics and the other films as well. Instead, we get a nerd who's third lowest from the nerd totem pole. I'm not buying him giving shit to Tom Holland. Tom Holland could look and go, fuck you. Who are <laughs> you? You're a nobody. At least either Flash Thompson would put him in a locker and something. I could believe that. Not this kid. That kid was terrible. <laughs> this film has Back to the Future written all over it. A young high school kid, but without a creepy scientist that befriends a high school kid without any reason to manipulate paradoxes and time travel. At least in this case, it's a doctor that he's fought the forces of evil with. The only thing missing from this Spider-Man is act accidentally making out with young Aunt May while wearing Calvin Klein underwear. <laughs> You're right about Tobey Maguire. He looks like he's fresh out of rehab, especially with that members-only jacket he's wearing. Yeah, he looks weird in this movie. I don't know what it is. Those are some he city miles. 50. He's not fifty. He's my. No, he's but my he age. looks it though. You're right. He looks. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't look like a teen in his movies, and now he looks that That's much true. older. <laughs> he's like those thirty-year-olds they had in Nightmare on Elm Street play high school kids. <laughs> What's the main plot for this film? Checks notes. Oh, we go through all this rigmarole so his friends can get into MIT. Oh, and what's the second half of this plot? To give villains a second chance. Oh, <laughs> what a weak excuse to give the, get the villains back. I was not. I, when I watched it again, I go. Eh. 
I know exactly where Spider-Man was when he tracks down the MIT professor. That's exactly where the George Washington Bridge is to grab the Deegan to go to Yankee Stadium. And true to form, it's jacked up with traffic as it is in real life. It's really cool how they brought back Doc Ock. I love him and the other villains. I'm glad they left Venom out of it. What a shitbox villain he's turned out to be in all the films. <laughs> he's in it for that one second at the end. Right. Which makes no sense. Yeah. I love the Ecto Trapper that Peter wears on his wrist. If only he would get the Zendaya MJ to stick her behind Lucite Glass, this would have been a better film. Does anyone else remember how Alfred Molina was in Raiders of the Lost Ark? Throw me the idol, I'll throw you the whip. That's Is him. He in that? Is that That's him? him? That's him. Yep. It's fun. Thankfully, they did not bring the embarrassingly emo Spider Man 3 version of Tobey Maguire angrily dancing through the multiverse. <laughs> I felt embarrassed as a member of the uh, the male sexuality uh, race, I should say, <laughs> when he did that. Do you think there's an alternate universe of Kirsten Dunst where she has all straight teeth and not that wayward, wayward snaggle tooth that's making a last second hard right out of her mouth? Is she even in this one? No. no but, but, that, but that every time I see Kirsten Dunst, I think I see that tooth and go. You can fix that. It's and it's distracting for me. It's distracting as all hell. Rob's laughing. He agrees. A last second hard right. It makes me think of that meme with the car just come, like banging a, a right off the exit, like at the exit. That's it. Oh, that was brilliant. Thank you. Jay Jonah Jameson selling nutritional supplements, getting really close to Alex Jones territory, are we? Everything can be learned from Back to the Future, fellas. Peter Parker did not need to disrupt the space-time continuum and then lead Doctor Strange on a galloping romp through that Inception-esque landscape. That was unnecessary. Watching John, watch John Favreau and Swingers now and then watch this film to see how much weight he has gained in this, to see his <laughs> face just blow up. Then again, when you direct Iron Man and Elf and you make Boku Bucks, you're going to gorge on steak, whores, and not go for many walks. That's my assumption. <laughs> Something tells me that Willem Dafoe is on all the time. I believe it. Killing Aunt May was a ballsy move, but killing Ned would have been better. <laughs> when Tobey Maguire talks about his best friend dying in his arms, I thought he was referring to James Franco's career after he banged a few NYU students. <laughs> oh. You're awing James Franco. Or James a, Franco. <laughs> I mean, he kind of did it to himself. He absolutely I, okay, did. Yeah. After seeing Pineapple Express, I'm like, yeah, he deserved it. <laughs> you could put J. Jonah Jameson in every 10th scene, and I'd be completely cool with that. He's a goddamn comedic tour de force in these. I absolutely loved the web discussion amongst the Spider-Man in the film. I got, I enjoyed the hell out of that. You can make your own webs? Cool. What happens if you get performance anxiety kind of thing? That was that was cool. This film had the perfect amount of humor, like Thor Ragnarok. Unlike Love and Thunder, where someone unscrewed the cap of humor and dumped out an entire shaker into that film. Yeah. <laughs> that movie is not, yeah. really, not very good. <laughs> There's enough gravity where the, uh, of the situations where it's not overshadowed by the, 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 uh, the humor. Rarely, rarely does it work where if you have more than one villain, it's not a complete turd. But three Spider-Men are able to nicely equal out the equation in this film. And I really would have loved it if Goblin killed Tobey Maguire before he got sent back. If, that, if this is truly the end of the Spider-Man films, which they say it is, that would have been pure balls. And I would have been here for that every step of the way. 
I didn't mind the Men in Black Neuralizer ending, but I didn't think it was anything special either. Despite the weak-ass plotline to have excuses to bring these villains and Spider-Man back, I enjoyed the hell out of this. This is just outside the top five Marvel movies for me. Civil War, Infinity War, Homecoming, No Way Home, Logan, Ragnarok. I mean, you can mix and match those for me. Yes, this cheats like all hell by utilizing all the villains we like in previous Spider-Man. I get it. But did you want to see a boring-ass villain like Kraven the Hunter in the final installment? No, you did not. The final battle was fun. I don't know. I enjoy, you're, I loved your video, video game analogy where it's like you have to do X, Y, and Z and get the shout-outs from your teammates. Mm-hmm. I liked the integration of Doctor Strange. It was good they had a, enough of them in it, but not too much and overshadow it. This passes the remote test for me. Jeremy, the remote test is if at any point you stumble on this film uh, on cable or whatever, and you go, up oh, half an hour in. All right, drop the remote. I know what I'm doing for the next you know, 20 minutes, half hour, hour, whatever's left in the time. This is good. It's it's pretty good. Again, despite the, fly, the flaws in the plot, I give an 80 out of 10. I really like this. It's still good. Pretty solid. Although when my daughter saw it, it was, she goes, I'm going to go see Spider-Man. It was either this or Encanto. And then when Spider when Aunt May gets killed, she goes, I think we should have seen Encanto instead. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see what the blowhards have to say about this film. Critics, five-star reviews. No Way Home is a almost psycho study of the two-decade-long Spider-Man phenomenon. Sure. Yeah, that's a very, like, nice way of saying, like, that it's just a bunch of IP in the same shot. Like, yeah. it's not a, a psycho study. It's just like, I don't know, what about all the Spider-Mans? This is people saying, you know what? I paid $8 for the thesaurus, and by Christ, I'm going to use it in every review <laughs> and make yeah. shit up. If you thought that was blowhard, get ready for more. Even though this, even though this compendium may require a master's in order to grasp its structure, No Way Home is stupendously entertaining, has a clear voice, and the characters and action sequences are exciting. What do they think that you need a master's for to understand in this movie? <laughs> Traveling through the multiverse, which yeah. is. You don't have to literally do it. They just, yeah. <laughs> you can just watch the movie. Right, right. Again, I think we've seen The Matrix and Back to the Future enough. Where we're kind of yeah. like, I have a very loose <laughs> grasp of what can happen. <laughs> Another fine and heartfelt performance by Tom Holland and some really fun appearances by Spider-Man movie characters cover for a script that was clearly rushed and lacking pickup in any solid direction. This is a that was a five star review. Yes, yes, it was. Oh. That's why I copied that, and pasted that because I thought Brutal. the same thing. <laughs> they actually were they they took their time on this. They went back to finish up and, and do longer because they didn't think it was good enough. Hmm. To my surprise, and this is the blowhardiest of them all, boys, get ready. To my surprise, it's an entertaining sequel that hooks me without reaching paroxysm, where it delivers the nostalgia-scented pyrotechnics of the friendly neighborhood spider that faces maturity. You guys know. When I walked out of the theater with my then six-year-old, I told her, you know, I am glad that this did not, did not reach paroxysm. I mean, and just how do you string the pyrotechnics and the nostalgia-scented aspects together so beautifully? If you don't hate movie critics now, it's never too late to start doing so. Yeah, you know, I, I didn't like this movie, and I, but I have, I have nothing against anyone who likes it. But you should just admit that you like it because it has three Spider-Men in it. That's right. a good reason to like it. Right. Critics... 
One Star Reviews The Spider sequel is always happiest when it's trying to catch the audience's claps and cheers just like flies. <laughs> when I saw it, people cheered for Ned showing up in the movie. And I was like, you knew Ned was going to be in the movie. Yeah. People people like almost applaud, got up and applauded when they had Daredevil. <laughs> and I'm like, quiet down, nerds. I can't hear. <laughs> Uh, and of course, when the Spider-Man come into it, it was all hooping and hollering, whatevs. With half-baked conversations and inconclusive ideas, the film gets distracted halfway through a sequence as if it's trying to prevent its own progression because, in fact, it's actually trying to search for its offshoot. Uh, this is a half-baked review that suffers from regression, not progression, as this reviewer <laughs> is firmly a blowhard bag of queefs. <laughs> That's me speaking. Designed above all else to make an audience cheer with excitement, but is there much more than that? If there's one film that aligns with the controversial auteur assessment that superhero films are more amusement, amusement park ride than cinema, it's this. I mean, people like roller coasters. Even I, even I like a roller coaster. I love roller coasters still, and I am 46 years old next week, two weeks. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Next one, last one. It's all dumb gimmicks, sci-fi gobbledygook, digital spectacle, and the central love story is an afterthought, but the young couple, Tom Holland and Zendaya, barely spend any time together. Wow. Yeah, because he's trying to save the world, you dumb dildo. <laughs> I'm sorry they can't do a, a Lady and the Tramp spaghetti slurping incident together. <laughs> they could have if it was with the three Spider-Men, though. If they got one long spaghetti that went between all their mouths, I'm sure you, they could have put that in there. And then the three-way kiss for them, that would have sent the, oh, yeah. dis, the, the, the mouse, would have, his head would have exploded. <laughs> Amazon five-star reviews. First off, this movie was fantastic and exceeded my expectations. The, the story, the reason why the other Spider-Verses were brought in, the writing, the action, all amazing. The one-star reviews for this, however, are laughable. And we'll get into this in a second. This is why it's going to tie in. People are really complaining that it was released in the theaters first shows the sad world we live in. Either wear a mask or get vaccinated if you're still afraid of the over-exaggerated virus. There's, oh, no. No, there's no need to give a movie a bad review because it wasn't released on streaming the same day as theatrical. People have become so brainwashed that they're still afraid to go outside. Newsflash people, down here in the South, people go about their lives as normal. I neither have the vaccine nor do I wear a mask. And guess what? I'm fine. The only reason I didn't see this in the theater is because I didn't have time. Although now I wish I did because this is the type of movie to see on the big screen. Wow. Well, I guess that person did have COVID because they don't that have any a, taste. That was a whole lot to unpack in that review. <laughs> well, to be again, and I cut and pasted from the other side in the next section. So <laughs> yeah, as fair and balanced as I am. Uh, next one, best Spider-Man actor yet. Which one? There are three of them. <laughs> now, can we stop with the multiverse crap and just go back to good stories? Fun movie. Not much of a mess as you would think if you saw the most recent Doctor Strange mistake, but still a bit why this story sigh but at least they kept it fun in the tradition of the first two as long as they stay fun i'll keep watching them Wait, is this a one or a five uh this is five okay i genuinely couldn't tell if they liked it or yeah not. you know flow theme these people don't really have those writing uh, <laughs> those highlights that you learn how to creative writing classes that you hope they would in amazon five-star reviews <laughs> 
My husband, <laughs> my husband was a diehard superhero fan. He used to drive me to the theater to watch all the movies. He passed away last August, and my children and I have not been able to go to the movie oh. theater because it was our thing with him. As we watched this movie today, we did so thinking that he would have loved every minute of this. It is funny, suspenseful, and full of all the kinds of story arcs that made him love superheroes so much. I wish I could have seen it. You I should have got this person on to talk to me after I criticized the movie. <laughs> you should have had revealed that that was Rob's backstory. I'm and more inter- felt terrible. I'm more interested how they now have a moratorium on seeing films in the theater because the husband loved that and they can't go now. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Dead dad ruined that for everybody. Yeah. I want to do that to my family. If I yeah. die, just ruin a, a pastime for them. Yeah. Guys, guess what? You can't watch football and baseball in my house anymore. Or movies. <laughs> Video games, I'm 50-50 on. (laughs) Amazon, five-star reviews. Should be ashamed to release this only in theaters when people we love and know are dying from this virus with the helping hand of the irresponsibility of others. Thanks. What a selfish asshole this person is. Just because you chose not to leave this house, that means you have to give it a one-star rating. The world doesn't revolve around you, you dick. Yeah, that's bullshit. Everyone crying about Sony not releasing Spider-Man. Well, Marvel owns Spider-Man, and Marvel is owned by Disney. So quit crying. Get your info straight and stop crying about a movie. People are suffering and dying, and you're all crying about the release of a movie? Get your priorities straight and pick up a book. Wow. (laughs) What book? (laughs) Yeah. Super altruistic, brainwashed high school kids by their soft, woke teachers, no doubt, think that mass-murdering foes deserve a second chance. All the risk of changing the fabric of the universe's space-time fabric. Totally plausible. Not. But who says Marvel has to make sense? Damn. Fucking got him, dude. What a weird criticism. I like how they threw a Wayne's World kind of reference in there. Kind of do a mic drop at the end. (laughs) I thought they were going one way, but they got me at the end. Just like Kristen Dunst's tooth making that hard right, so this reviewer. <laughs> Rob loves that one. Boy, he's in it. How is the entire universe bending to Peter Parker wanting to go to college? Jeez, worst thing to happen to every human. How on, how, am earth, how on earth am I to believe that the greatest time lord is willing to do magic to fix his hurt ego? <laughs> that is true. We could go to a different school. MIT is like one of the best schools. You can yeah. go anywhere else. Dude, you can go to Rutgers and be okay. Yeah. I went to Binghamton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I went to a state school too. Christ. <laughs> I turned out fine. Yeah. Do you need to have a top-notch university degree to be Spider-Man? No. <laughs> what, who's looking at your resume? Yeah. Quan- yeah. What's your LinkedIn profile looking like these days? Oh, look at that. <laughs> PU. Someone to Monmouth University. <laughs> <laughs> we only hey, hire superheroes from the best schools. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you really think that uh, – I mean, let's throw in it. Do you think uh, – not the thing. He's smart. What about, uh, <laughs> do you think Johnny Storm was anything higher than community college? I don't think so. Yeah, he can light himself on fire. He's fine. Cool enough for me. Hey, Rob Patrick, do you think Jeremy Kaplowitz got the sacred cow? <laughs> uh, you know, real quick, before I get to that, I do want to point out two things Please. that you had brought up. Um, the Yes, the Daredevil thing being a waste. Uh, 90% of this movie was fan service. I think everybody can agree to that from having all the other Spider-Mans and all the other villains. This was all about fan service. One of the biggest questions ever since Hawkeye came out on Disney plus and Kingpin came back 
was, was Daredevil going to come back and was Charlie Cox going to come back and reprise that role? This was fan service to answer that question for the fans. So they didn't really need him for more than five minutes in the movie to kind of put a stamp on that, that he was going to be coming back. So I'm okay with that. Now, as far as you're craving, as far as you're craving the Hunter hate, I will recommend that you find the graphic novel called Spider-Man Fearful Symmetry. Okay. That is the Craven the Hunter that they should put into a Spider-Man movie because that book was legit terrifying for him as a main villain. Okay. That being said, absolutely not. <laughs> no no way did Jeremy get this. Can I ask you can uh, I ask you Rob on in regards to your Daredevil opinion? Aren't you sure. sick of these movies that are like two and a half hours long dedicating a scene to being like a press release for a future TV show for a future movie? Fantastic point. It, I mean, it's a good point, but I'm going to be honest. This didn't feel like two and a half hours. Like the I, Batman to me felt like five hours, but this, <laughs> the, the pacing on it was good enough that the two and a half hours didn't really bother me. I just feel like if you're going to be like, oh, this scene makes sense because like they're confirming a fact about the show so that in She-Hulk eventually he can come in. It's like that shouldn't be in this movie. Like just send us a tweet or whatever. Like that's like not a scene in a movie to be like, oh no, don't worry, like he'll be in this and then that, and then they'll team up here, and these guys will team up, and yeah. But and again, add, everything and, and added variety would have done the job quite nicely, right, fellas? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every but everything Marvel does sets up their next movie, and they've always kept their movies independent of their TV shows. You don't need to watch the TV shows in order to understand what goes on in the movie. It might give you a little bit extra background, like watching WandaVision did for <laughs> Multiverse of Madness, but you didn't have to watch that to get through Multiverse of Madness and get the gist of it. So I- I'm okay with that three minutes that they spent having Matt Murdock <laughs> in there being his lawyer. That, that didn't bother me at all. Um, but as, as your former co-host, uh, Mr. Kevin Israel would say, this movie passes the remote test. Yes. If this were to come on a cable network or, or something, and I was happy to flip through and caught it in the middle. Yes. This is going to stay on till the end of the show. Uh, it was entertaining, even though I didn't like Andrew Garfield. I did like him in this movie. I did like the action and the fan service and seeing all the other villains come back and watching them interact with different Spider-Men in different ways this time. I liked it. So I have to say, no, you did not, Jeremy. <laughs> I will co sign I will co-sign. I, it, it, you make good points. Again, I found a few things in there that I was like, yeah, that whole idea to bring him back, the reason why I was weak. But yeah, this is, this is, this is a damn good one. Jeremy, give me a... Give me what? What are your, what's your favorite Marvel film, or even top three? I'll, I'll let you slide with that. Just you know what? As far, even though I'm shitting on this one so much, I like the first Spider-Man movie a lot. I think that movie is just really fun. It's about like a kid homecoming. In high school. Oh, yeah, homecoming. yeah. Okay, yeah, it's great. Also, that's an amazing one. I love that too. I like that one. I like uh, I like um, Winter Soldier a lot. Excellent. Uh, Guardians is really fun. Mm. Um, I think those are probably my top three. Okay, Rob. Uh. Civil War was great, even though it was nothing like the comic book series. Civil War was fantastic. Uh, Winter Soldier is definitely up there. Uh, and Black Panther. Yeah. I thought Black Panther was overrated. It was good. It wasn't as great as everyone made it out to be. I mean, I think the ending good. is real rough. I had no expectations going into Black Panther, so yeah. it, it way exceeded over what I was even – not much expecting fantastic so i gotta put it up there all right well listen guys make sure you check out the stst podcast with rob patrick make sure you're on hard drive magazine with jeremy and thanks again for checking me out kevin goatee gutting the sacred cow we, we love you all and we'll see you next time aloha
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.